Ho, 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 and welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. This is Gemma with a snotty nose. <laughs> this is James. How are we doing? And, uh, you know, to, to go on a medical front, she's a snotty, got a snotty nose. I've got a bit of a cough. Yes, uh, people, it's winter. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, the two of us couldn't not have a recording for our last episode of the year. So, uh, yes, this is the last episode of the year. So if it's really bad, I'm really sorry. It's James's fault. Um, if it's a good episode, no, it's then not. it's mine. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't lie. No, if it's, if it's foul, it's definitely Gemma's fault. If it's wonderful. Yes, yes, salty tuples. It's all down to me. <laughs> the yes, because you know, w- <laughs> yes, because it's all James's. Uh, you know, d- indeed. <laughs> yeah. See, the difference is when I say indeed, it sounds cool. With you, when you say, say indeed, it sounds like your voice has suddenly dropped several octaves. <laughs> well, it may have today, to be honest, but indeed, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> So how have you been, my friend? How have you been? I was feeling pretty good until the until the last couple of days, and to be fair, fair part of last week where I've suddenly just felt a bit ill. But uh, as you said, it's winter, it happens, you know, surrounded by germs, etc. But other than that, yeah. I am not doing too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I mean, I've got a bit of codswallop that I was going to go into, but that was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a situation that happened in my life, and uh, I wanted to use it as codswallop this week. So, but okay, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, people coming into the office where they're stinky colds and not working from home is uh, my reason for being ill, and I think those pa- people are assholes, bloody assholes, well, James. It's always a bit of a strange one. Cause in the past, um, before working from home was a thing, you could understand people coming into mm. the office to work because, you know, them sisters have to do it. I unfortunately did that a hell of a lot when I was very ill. But, yeah, if you can work from home, and I, and I was feeling appalling, uh, you know, uh, in, in work where I could work from home, I'd be working from home personally because it gives you a chance of getting getting better quicker. Well, in theory, anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But unfortunately, some people don't think like that. That's the big issue there. But never mind, it's it's not the end of the world. So, you know, it is at the end of the day. It's just a cold, and uh, yeah, I've got my Vic, I've got my Vicks, uh, what's it, inhaler that I can stick up my nose and go. And wow, that's me... a that's a wonderful mental image, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, buy two and stick them up each nostril. Yeah, it's tempting. It's tempting. Yeah, um, they are about the size. Well, they're quite. You know, about the size of your little finger. So you know, mm-hmm. actually having to sort of walk around with them up my nose might be a little bit weird. But yeah, <laughs> it'll be all good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, if you did do that, it would definitely add to the, uh, you know, the talking codswallop flavour. You know, if you posted that as a picture of you with two of those stuck up your nose. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm more than happy to do so. <laughs> that should that can be the picture for our final uh, our final show of the year. Yeah, the only problem is I've only got the one, so I might have to work out if I can do the same with a lip balm or something. No, I can't. <laughs> it doesn't fit. <laughs> so, all right, I might go out and buy another one yes. just so that I can take the picture. There we go. <laughs> That's dedication to the cause. Yeah, we're inhaling into Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> How very true. Yeah, exactly. So, have you done anything fun before I get into my codswallop? 
Not that I can think. I probably have, but it must have been so low on the fun meter that I can't <laughs> remember it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go into my cods wallet then. I've been to the gym. Does that count? That's sort of fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it, about it, really. Some some people think that's fun. Some people yeah. don't. But yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's one of those things. I I personally hated it, but you know, it's uh, and the endorphins are uh, flying. I think that is the thing, yeah, on the fun front, because when I say, if I feel a bit cruddy, I'm like, am I going to go, am I not going to go? I do Mm. generally feel better after I've been. Yeah, that is the case for most people, isn't it? It's even the case for me as well. It's like Mm -hmm. if I've been to like um, a Zumba class or something like that, you Mm -hmm. know, it's quite high energy sort of movement and stuff like that. Um, I haven't been for for ages, but um, yeah. That's one of the ones that I really did enjoy when I was mm-hmm. actually doing sort of exercise and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it would probably be my go back to kind of thing as well. So, cool. yeah, it's quite fun to just dance the weight off. And why not? And why not indeed? Yeah, exactly. So my Codswallop this week also is, um, yeah, is a, is a real life Codswallop. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the fun part first. So I had my Christmas party this, uh, uh, I think it was like last Friday. Yeah. So a couple of Fridays ago anyway. And um, it was it was a really fun event. We uh, were at a hotel and, you know, the drinks were flowing and uh, we we're all having a very merry time because they give out like awards and it's, um, you know, just, you know, the, the kind of incidental silly little things. But we actually did win um, Team of the Year, which is uh, really good. good. Yeah, it was really good. It was funny, though, because where we were sat, we were kind of sat around the corner a little bit. And um, where the stage was, you know, that they were sort of speaking into the microphone, we couldn't actually hear anything that they were saying which was a godsend when it came to like the director's speeches and stuff like that because we didn't really care about them but um <laughs> when that's, it... the, uh, that's the team spirit there jim <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah exactly why we uh, won team of the year so somebody basically came running around the corner and was like Gemma, pete karen because that's the three of us that were there I, you've won and we were like what what have we won <laughs> So, you know, because like I said, we literally couldn't hear anything. It was just muffled. Um, And so, yes, it turned out that we won team of the year. My other colleagues in the department also got a little, it's like a little award with a star on the top. So it's quite a nice little award with a little, you know, it's uh, engraved with our name and, you know, the the what the award is for and stuff like that so it's really nice so just to when you come to about being set around the corner it brings to mind something that in Fra- uh, the tv show fraser where they had they, they were sat right near the um the toilets in a restaurant and <laughs> also and they described it as the enchanted grotto <laughs> well we weren't next to the toilets so that was good yeah you had to walk downstairs to actually go to the toilet which by the end of the night was probably quite detrimental to a lot of people but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been in places like that yeah but the hotel itself was absolutely lovely so um and food was really nice uh basically it was a really great evening until (laughs) so there was a bunch of us that decided that we were going to go out into um, Bournemouth, which was mm-hmm. the town that we had the Christmas party in. So 
is about an hour away from where I live. So, you know, it's it's quite a fair distance. So I was staying overnight, but not at the hotel that we had the Christmas party because there was an option of paying £99 to stay there or £39 to stay at the place where I was going to stay. So guess which yep. option I went with? The cheap seats. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so we went out and we went into a club called Pop World and there's like many of them all over the place and it's really not my kind of scene. It's, uh, you know, well, it's pop music basically. It's really shitty music, but, you know, I was in the festive mood so I was having a good old time and uh, very stupidly put my drink down to... uh, do whatever I did and then went back to it and unfortunately it turned out that somebody had spiked my drink oh dear yeah it's like within the matter of 15 minutes I still can't remember anything but basically I remember going into the club and yeah Mm -hmm. I was merry don't get me wrong I'd had a couple to drink you know like I was merry but yeah I literally I have no memory of leaving uh, the club. Uh, luckily, I had one of the sales managers with me, so he managed to uh, get me back to my hotel with a lot of cuts and bruises because I kept falling over, apparently. Uh, and I know I fell over because my knees are shattered. They're, they're really, really cut and bruised. It's disgusting. Um, uh, yeah, I had a black eye at one point as well. So I now know that dark purple eyeshadow would be quite good on my eyes because that's the colour that my eye was. <laughs> new look, yeah. Yeah, new look. But I've literally got, uh, you know, I've got the occasional snippet of memory, like falling over and somebody helping me up mm-hmm. and also being back at the hotel and them fixing my eye up. But then I have literally no memory of how I got from that hotel, which we had the Christmas party at, to getting back to my own hotel and getting into bed. And it's, although, yeah, okay, these kind of things could be said that, you know, when when you go out drinking, it's actually, you know, you can sometimes lose your memory and stuff like that. You know, I'm sure in your days you probably had moments like that. I don't know. But when, it's, when it comes to me, unfortunately, unfortunately and fortunately in some cases, I remember everything. So, and normally, like, I don't lose use of my legs. I, If anything, I get more energetic. So I, like, start running around and doing, you know, like, I could almost run like a marathon if I'm really drunk, you know, kind of thing. And but the fact that I have no memory and I lost use of my legs means that something else happened. Mm, that's some scary stuff. It is, it is. And it's kind of, and, and I don't mean this in a detrimental not detrimental but I don't mean this in a sort of negative way to myself but as a tubby girl who's average looking kind of thing you just kind of I I don't know this is my naivety as well Uh, I just sort of thought to myself well this is never going to happen to me you know I'm not one of the pretty girls sort of thing you know kind of thing but say it's just an example that can happen to anyone I guess but um well don't don't do yourself down do no. not do yourself down. I don't agree with the comments there. But Thank I do you. find it it's very terrifying, the fact that like you could put a drink down. And it can happen to anybody. It doesn't matter what yeah. gender you are, what age you are. You can put a drink down and some nefarious person. And they may do it, and this is the scary thing, the, there's the awful element of why they will do it. But mm. there's also the element they might think, oh, it's a laugh, we'll just see how this person reacts. Well, it sure as shit ain't funny because... No. It, it, it's it's awful. People can 
die. People could, anything could happen to, to the person. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, and um, you know, I've, when I came when I came home on the Saturday, I, like I just wanted to get home, sort of thing. You know, like mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, but obviously taking it steady. But um, yeah, it's like my mum and my brother were burst into tears because they were like, "What if something really bad had happened to you?" Yeah. You know. And it's like, yeah, okay. But I, I mean, at this stage now, I'm just trying to forget. I'm bringing it up again, but I'm trying to mm. forget about it now. Because, you know, it's like, I'm pretty much okay about it. But every time I close my eyes at night, my brain's trying to still figure out what happened. And it's, yeah, yeah it's it's kind of getting on my nerves now. So I've got this little trick that I do that I've got this um, almost game that I play, which is uh, the alphabet game, which I'll bring onto the podcast one day. But it's, uh, say, like, if you choose, um, uh, like, girls' names, for example, and you have to pick, uh, you know, like, you have to name all of the names with the letters, if you know what I mean. So it's like Annabelle, Bethany, Carla, Denise, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's it's just a way of, like, changing my mind from what it's thinking about to thinking about pretty much nothing you know kind of thing and just helps me go to sleep at night so yeah so I've been doing that instead but yeah it'll be nice when I uh when the scars on my knee uh, you know the bruises not bruises the mm-hmm. scabs on my knees have gone and then I can uh I can really forget about it but at the moment they're quite painful but yeah but I'm here to tell the tale so it's all good good and that's the main thing so I mean you can stick it in a box so to speak can't you now that you've discussed it and mm. but yeah i mean the main thing is i'm well the thing is i'm sorry you had to go through that but more than anything i'm glad that you have lived to tell the tale because you know yeah any and the, the sad thing is anything could happen you could have said what in front of a car or yeah anything so yeah you've come out the other side which is the main thing yeah exactly and thank goodness i had that person looking after me so yeah so that was good but yeah, so so, but also just to, I, I know that most people know this, I do as well, but you know, like for the salty tapples, just be careful of your drinks out there, you know? Yeah. Like I said, you know, it's probably a stupid thing to actually go back to my drink after putting it down. But, you know, I am a little bit naive. I, I'll be honest there, you know, I am a bit naive when it comes to things like that. But yeah, just, just be extra cautious because I'm supposed to be, well, I am going out on the 27th as well because um mm-hmm. lucy caton is coming down south <laughs> sounds a bit dodgy but she's um she's in birmingham at the moment so she's she's coming down to visit her family so we're gonna have a little catch up in southampton you know so at the moment i'm kind of like oh i don't know if you know i will go because i've said that i'm going and i really want to yeah. go but uh, you know, it's like oh, i don't know if i'll be drinking you know kind of thing it's kind of put me off a little bit now but you know we'll see we'll see how it goes because i know that i'm safe you know i'm with them and we'll all be looking after yeah. each other you know sort of thing so yeah i'd say just whatever you do just be careful yeah yeah exactly yeah we'll do so you know but there you go so that's my story uh my codswallop have you got any codswallop this week not particularly no no yeah. I, I think i'm okay yeah other than well no i can't really think of anything off the top of my head so now well in that case then should we get into some festive stuff before um because this might be a shorter episode this week because yes. we're both not feeling 100 percent. but you know we wanted to do something to sort of say goodbye to the salty tadpoles you know for the remainder of the year and we wanted to um you know well 
<laughs> say happy new year and happy christmas and happy holidays <laughs> so i made it a little bit longer by waffling where <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we found um it's basically like silly little christmas stories that um may or may not be good because i haven't really proofread them but you know <laughs> we need content and uh the internet helped a little bit maybe so I'm going to start with the first story that I've got. So it's called Bad Christmas Tree. One magical season, a surprise was waiting for Maria and her family under the tree. Three-year-old Maria's secret puppy pooped under the Christmas tree before her father could put it in hiding. Oh, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea yeah exactly when maria came home from her grandparents on christmas eve she ran to the tree to take another glance before going to sleep she instantly spotted the stinky surprise seeing the poop on the floor maria quickly ran into the kitchen to her mother mom i think you need to give the christmas tree a time out why, said the mum curious, uh, curiously. It's pooped on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I'd just say, no, you've been an awful child and actually present. <laughs> yeah, we don't give coal, we give poo. Yeah, don't do coal, <laughs> take this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, this, this little story illustrates why you should probably, you know, clear things out because... This person's put, my uh, mother is a bit of a pack rat. Recently, she went digging under her stairs for some whole decora decorations and came across a birthday card I sent her 30 years earlier. <laughs> she called me to say uh, my wish for had come true. Uh, what wish? I asked. You wish me happy 30th birthday, she replied. Hope I'd live for another 30 years, and I did. <laughs> 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 oh blimey <laughs> so this next one is called christmas massacre oh god oh god yeah <laughs> well poop massacre you know uh, you know i'm on i'm on track this week <laughs> four-year-old kieran ran into his mother's room in a panic mum you need to get duke out of here confused he his mum looked at him curiously and said why? Duke at Ellie the Elf. Oh, Duke. hold on. Duke at Ellie the Elf. And Santa's probably going to call the cops, Kieran said frantically. At that moment, an overweight bulldog came <laughs> sauntering into the room uh, merrily with his Christmas ornament hanging out of his mouth. Kieran put his hand to his forehead and sighed. Well, there's no hope for him now. No Santa Claus for his paws this year. <laughs> but um, I'm glad it is a dog and not like some ret some like human that's just gone feral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it might be a dog, but um, yeah. <laughs> Mine one is this. So what this lady's put this message. It says, "One Christmas, my husband put a, a an assom to beauty products in my stocking." I tried to run the facial mask. I was about to wash it off when my eight-year-old son, Callum, walked in. I explained to him that it was a present from his dad and it would make me beautiful. He patiently waited by my side as I rinsed and patted my face dry. 
Well, what do you think? I asked. <laughs> oh, mum, it didn't work, Callum replied. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I knew it was coming, but that was still funny. <laughs> Foul child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little asshole. <laughs> Christmas coal. Two naughty boys beg their father to open one present on Christmas Eve. With a knowing look, their father handed them two big boxes filled with coal. Just remember, this is only the first present, his father said. He wanted them to learn a lesson, but not to be too disappointed. Upon opening the coal, the two boys jumped up and down in excitement. Confused, the father looked at them, asking... Why are you so excited about coal? The youngest boy looked at him with exasperation. You said this was only the first present. We didn't really think Santa would bring us the train. <laughs> so, honesty is the best policy. My name, my, not mine, this is me reading somebody else's. Don't get excited, people. Yeah. My nine-year-old son, Gabriel, had heard some rumours at school that Santa wasn't real. He approached me with a big question. Dad, tell me the truth. Is Santa real? I, d- I decided to tell him it was us who had bought his latest Nintendo Wii game. Really? He said. He should have just let Santa bring it. That way it would have been free. <laughs> I think I like yours more, so I think you should carry on for a bit. <laughs> okay, so someone's put on a flight to Mexico for a Christmas vacation. I watched my four-year-old son, Max, stare intently at the airplane window we'd just taken off and were passing through some big white clouds max looked concerned and i'd wondered what he might be thinking about suddenly his eyes lit up and a big smile came across his face he announced sadly mom i know why we're getting in why we aren't getting anywhere we're stuck in all this snow (laughs) it's just the way that children's minds work isn't it it's like there's something really innocent about it it's like almost do you want to kind of capture that as an adult and keep it you know yeah you and i have very different views then (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'd find it just annoying but (laughs) um i'll go with one more so my husband took our two sons six-year-old devin and four-year-old chase to a party where santa will be handing out gifts the instructions from the organisers were to bring our own gifts, so I brought beach towels with the kids' names printed on them. Upon arriving, Devon said he wouldn't, couldn't believe that the, uh, the skinny, how skinny Santa was actually. Uh, his doubt turned to belief and opened his gift. He has to be the real Santa, he said. How else would he know my name? Sorry, I didn't really understand Devin's that. now died. <laughs> no, I just, I just didn't understand it. Hold on. Read it again? Sorry. <laughs> I'll explain it. So okay. they'd obviously provided the gifts. Yeah. The chap who was dressed up as Santa was skinny, or skinnier oh, okay. than expected, yeah. which the little boy didn't understand. But he, his, his uh, and thought was fake, but his uh, childlike <laughs> okay. innocence was improved upon the fact that the beach towels, which were gifts provided by the f- parents, had names on them. Ah, just... okay. Okay, sorry. I do apologise. I was right. a bit slow on that one. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> There we go. And let's face it, Christmas is all about the kids, isn't it, really? Well, it isn't for me. I try and stay away from the little bastards. I mean, they're <laughs> lovely, wonderful children. 
<laughs> but it is it makes it more magical when you've got a, ch- a child around for christmas you know you know you can cook them and bake them and <laughs> you know we live in houses that are Put made of candy pie. yeah <laughs> so Okay, so I think we'll move on to some weird stories of the week. So I've got two stories this week. So um, one of them is festive and the other one isn't festive, but it made me giggle and I really wanted to talk uh, read it. So (laughs) so I'm going to go with the first one that's not uh, that's not festive, although it could be, you know, it could be if you wanted it. So the headline reads, oh, man, I'm locked in. Man pleads for help on Twitter after falling asleep in a shop massage chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, a man was forced to tweet for help when he got locked in a department store after falling asleep on a massage chair. The man awoke to a deserted shop floor. Um, a uh, shop floor. Sorry, after desert, uh, after dozing off in the electronics store in Japan. Identified only by his handle at Astrodophilus, I think it is, um, the sleepy customer was forced to tweet his plight when he discovered he was locked inside the store. Posting various photos of dark and empty in uh, the dark and empty interior, he captioned the photo, "Oh man, I'm locked in." And <laughs> that was no accent for no reason. It was just because I decided to. <laughs> In the photos, the shutters are down at the front of the store, named KS, um, and are clearly shut. It was thought that the man was triggered, uh, has triggered the alarm, which notified the police, who managed to get in touch with the shop owner. After 10 police officers searched him to confirm he was not a shoplifter, he tweeted that he had finally managed to get out. The manager apologised to, sh- uh, to the man, for his staff's failure to notice he was still in the chair when locking up. I mean, come on. How can you not notice a man? I was trying to word that out. How would he not be aware that per- there's someone there? Exactly. Yeah, so they clearly didn't bother doing their checks properly, did they? Um, clearly not. No. Uh, the man also said sorry, although it was unclear how long he had nodded off for. Um, so... You know, blah, 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 blah. His original post was retweeted more than 300. Um, You know, this was a valuable experience, he said. Others commented that his childhood dream to be locked inside a department store, while others likened the man's predicament to our popular escape room. But, you know... I think, you know, I think it's more like, an, you know, it could be like a Christmas mo- movie, you know, where someone, you know, hides under the bed and then they rob the store, you know. <laughs> but uh, in this case, it was just a sleepy Japan, uh, Japanese man, sorry, who uh, decided to have a little, have a little sleepy in a store. <laughs> uh, still, yeah, I'm still astounded that he... Uh... That that could actually happen, but you know, I know it is a bit weird. Got to be a lot more checks, but I guess you know maybe it was just the fact that there was teenagers on, and they were just like, oh, I can't be mm. asked to do the checks, and we'll just you know lock up. We're all go, you know. It could well be. It could well be that's the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
Anyway, I think we might start. I found my hero. Uh-huh. Uh, Cherilyn Sue's Christmas tree is already up and her children will get a photo with Santa. But unlike many Australians, the children won't be receiving any present from her or Santa. Aww. <laughs> the 39-year-old mother of two is just one parent who's trying to do Christmas differently, even if it sounds horrible to others, she says. Uh, she's never bought a Christmas or birthday present for a four-year-old son or two-year-old daughter and doesn't think other families should feel pressure to either. She prefers instead to focus on providing her children with experiences. They don't need something to open on the day. They're excited with life. They're excited with the prospect of having fish and chips on the beach later that afternoon on Christmas Day, for instance, um, she says. They understand that they don't need things. They want to get out of the house. They want to see people. They want to play with people. They want to make new friends. That's what drives them right now. So how is that a bad thing? She lives in Sydney North Shore and says she's acutely aware that she's in a fortunate position uh, that allows her the privilege of deciding what she spends her money on. Her family's not struggling financially and her children already have plenty of toys. So a decision not to buy presents is not about saving money. Uh, I'm an only child, she says. I grew up in Singapore, so you can imagine how privileged life was, and it still is. I know how lucky I am, so it actually is quite a turn that I've decided to go this way with my kids. We're also very aware uh, in this area that there's a lot of competition. I didn't want the children to buy into any of that competition because it's so materialistic. You're always going to get somebody who's going to have more than you, who's going to spend more than you, and then the people who have less than you get forgotten. Yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, to me, this does make a lot of sense. It says her stance was perplexed her family and friends. Even my parents are like, why are you doing this? What are you doing? The word Grinch is being thrown around over Christmas time, and I'll be happy to cop it on the chin, because I understand that our way of thinking is not for everyone. But, she says, she re- they respect her decision. My mother is like, wow, I don't think we necessarily raise you with those values, but that is great, and you picked up, it up along the way. And then she says about the promise that People become increasingly materialistic and uh, that's pretty much it. And that she thinks it's a better way for, for, for the children. So I can, to be fair, I actually can see the, the logic of what she's doing, really. Makes more sense to me. Yeah, I think it does as well to me, actually, in a way. Um, that said, I, Mum, Graham, I still want my presents, please. But um, No, she doesn't. <laughs> she's just saying that. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I want them. <laughs> I've been brought up in a world where I am materialistic. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's kind of like introducing um, different morals into the mm-hmm. um, into the kids' lives, isn't it? So I think that's not a bad thing. That The only thing is, is that, you know, it does sound a lot like, um, was it Ming Chen from um, Telling Steve Dave or Comic Book Men, who uh, his parents never gave him Christmas presents either, didn't he? I'd, I'll have to take your word on that one. Can you not remember? I, oh, okay. I, I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, it was the case anyway. And um, yeah, and I think he found it quite sad. So, uh, or, you know, I think, well, it was just normal for him. But I think in later years, people have been like, why didn't they get you presents? And it's like, oh, is that normal? (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can understand not getting presents for people. I can understand reducing the number of gifts if you're going to get somebody something i mean it's the thing of not going overboard i mm. guess with things so i mean there's one person in the article i didn't go into it was saying that what he did is get they got secondhand gifts for the 
the, the family and friends, which, to be fair, from a recycling point of view, is brilliant. So then you're not yeah. ending up with just multitudes of stuff over and over again, clogging up landfills, etc. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, recycling presents. So, you know, this year when I get presents that I don't like, I'll um, keep mm-hmm. them aside for next year when I have to give somebody else a present. <laughs> Excellent thinking. I like it. <laughs> right, so my final story this week is about a reindeer. I thought it was very festive. Okay. After getting loose on Sunday, the animals wandered onto the A11, forcing police to temporarily close the road in both directions for two hours. So we've got an escapee reindeer, basically. So we've got two reindeer, which caused a dual carriageway... (laughs) (laughs) Just two. <laughs> Just two, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it caused the dual carriageway to be closed after escaping Christmas attraction on a rural estate have now been caught. The animals hoofed it to the Elvedere estate in Suffolk on Sunday where they had taken part in Santa's Grotto event. The pair wandered off to the A11 near Barton's Mill. Not really sure where any of these places are, but there we have it. Um, forcing polices, polices? <laughs> police. Forcing polices um, mm-hmm. to temporarily close the road in both directions around 3.20pm on Sunday afternoon. Although I imagine, as it's an A road, maybe it's not one of the busy roads. I don't know. I don't know, though, what it's, you know, A roads are not overly busy down here, but, you know... Officers from Suffolk Police took part in attempts to recapture the reindeer, which were paused overnight. Efforts resumed on Monday and the animals were caught by 12.05pm. So it took quite a long time to Mm. find the reindeer. Maybe they wanted to be free, though. A spokesperson for the Elverdine estate said on Monday, we knew where they were last night, but obviously we were losing the light, so we didn't want mm. to spook them. And so we left it overnight, basically. Their owners came back this morning after several hours and they managed to hoax them back out. Coax, not hoax. Oh, uh, yes, coax. If you hoax them, you'd be lying to them. Although yeah. maybe it was, it was a hoax. Oh, there's food over here on this. Come on, come yeah. on. I mean, you know, in some ways, I guess I did say the wrong word, but actually... It's kind of the the right word in a way, isn't it? Because you do lie. You just like here's a carrot. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, she added they brought another reindeer with them and with food, but it took a long time. So that doesn't really make sense. Actually, but there we have it. Reports initially said a large number of reindeer were on the road, but Sarah Parry of Elverdine Farms said nope. It was just the two uh, we had hired for that weekend. They escaped from their handlers and they have now been recaptured and taken home to Lincolnshire, safe and sound. The end. Excellent. A happy ending. Yes. Well, a happy ending. I mean, they were free for a few minutes. Um, so is it really a happy ending, James? Yeah. Yeah, it's a happy ending. They weren't hit by a car, so... Well, there's that. They weren't hit by a car, so that is a good thing. But at the same time, they were they were free to do what they want. 
any old time. <laughs> yeah, sorry, salty tadpoles. It's all going so well up to that point. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I've forgotten the words to it, to be honest, so I won't carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well james i don't know about you but i think this wraps up another wonderful episode by the talking cards mm. podcast of 2023 Woo! yes I think we've been talking enough festive codswallop as well. I think we have as well. Jingle yes. jangle. There's the bells. <laughs> Santa's <laughs> on his way, everybody. But um, now I just want to take an opportunity to say thank you again for all the salty tadpoles who have been with us. We've not been as regular this year. So uh, thank you for sticking with us and, you know, keeping alongside us, you know, even though we drop an episode once in a blue moon at the moment. But, you know. It's uh, it's all good. James needs to pull his finger out yes. and learn, learn how to organise his life so that you know we can do it Shocking. a little bit better. Yeah, that that that, <laughs> that see that's great. These sort of tumbles that really motivates you to want to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the podcast I mean, get abused. Don't come on the podcast get abused. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that means you less listen to last week's episode. Good, okay. <laughs> 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 no you know i'm only teasing you i'm only teasing you but, absolutely you know. but um yes so have you got anything you want to say to the salty tadpoles mm. or just you know fuck just off? no yeah thank you for listening hope you all have a nice uh christmas and a uh, nice start to 2024 yes yes absolutely and we will be back sometime in january so in that case, then, James, I think that we've been talking enough codswallop this week. I have been Gemma. I've been James. Uh, yes, you have. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, what she said. <laughs> bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.